Um, let me start you now. Nice. All right, so we're going to run through a couple tests. Um, yeah. Just audio tests. So, I don't know. Just uh, tell me what you think of Hiram Clark Hustler. Oh, easy. This is God's gift to Earth. It's it's the holy grail of cloud rap. It's the holy grail of music. It's way better than Pet Sounds or To Pimp a Butterfly. It's way better than anything Kanye West is ever willing to do. Fucking coward. Cooler than Miles Davis. Hotter than WAP. It's emotional. It's hard hitting. It has the meaning of life hid behind something that seems dumb. It is the album of the 2010s. It is the best album of all time. Viper should be crowned the goat. Viper should be crowned as president. Viper should be crowned as God. I love this album more than I love my own life. I'd rather drink piss than not listen to this album once a day. The album is perfect and nothing in the world will make me change my mind. He should outsell Drake. He should outsell the Beatles. SoundCloud would be nothing without Viper. What if Viper is actually a time traveler that went back in the 80s and invented rap? Actually, what if he invented Vipers? What the fuck? This guy is a fucking genius. People see it here as a joke, but it is a heavenly piece of modern art, a masterpiece. It should be treated as the woke piece of philosophical criticism that it is. The production, it is perfect too. It captures the essence of this incredibly dense opinions of a split man. Viper, this album is what mad villainy could never be. Nas cries in the fucking shower every time he remembers Viper made an album better than Stinkmatic. The haters won't get it, but this is the best album of all time. Did, all you, right. did you get that? Does that sound good? Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right, great. What's up with that? Two cowards who don't even smoke crap. What's up? Hey guys, I'm Garrett. I, I'm Will. <laughs> and together we're two cowards who don't even smoke crack. This is a podcast dedicated to reviewing the musical works of Lee Carter, aka Lee Dog, aka Cobra, aka Rip, aka Diamondback, or as you may know him, Viper. Between the two of us, we have zero years of experience in reviewing music or really professional criticism of any kind. In some ways, this makes us perfect to review Viper. Because we, too, know what it feels like to be devoid of any sort of talent. And I feel that, boy howdy, that may be true more than ever. Boy, howdy, is that more true than ever. Uh, Where do we start? Uh, to, to remind everyone, this week we're talking about two albums. Uh, we have Viper's Storytime and The Best Piece and Chain Ever Made, both of which are real departures, I would say, from what we've come <laughs> to expect from Viper what I mean do you disagree I think that these are both very different from what <laughs> well <laughs> half of best piece and chain is very different and the but Viper's story time is just very yeah very it, there's <laughs> more strings it's a lot more stripped back less effects on the vocals yeah like, yeah it's you almost, will never hear another Viper album like Viper's story time I can guarantee that nobody will ever hear a more di- <laughs> just different viper album than viper story time or uh whatever the name of that other viper album that we listened to was called uh i've entirely uh, forgotten what that one was called this that was this uh i think that was the strike of the viper the venomous strike of the viper or something like that yeah, yeah. so we have a couple cameo appearances uh this week 
Um, the first, so it is going to get confusing. So let's lay this down at the outset. When we uh-huh. when we say Lee Dog, we're referring to the artist formerly known as Lee Dog, now known as Viper, the one that this the rapper. Viper the rapper, the rapper. Guy that we've mostly talked about <laughs> Viper the rapper. When we talk about Vibora, that is us referring <laughs> to the Brazilian heavy metal band Viper. Um, when we refer to anti-Viper, we are referring to uh, the Confederate sympathizer who is the mastermind behind uh, Viper Storytime. And when we say Viper, we are referring to an Eastern European rapper who has released one single. Right. So here's the thing. This is why we're doing this, because this seems really weird. Why are we just talking about other people called Viper? There's this really kind of bizarre thing. Garrett and I noticed it the same week, but we didn't talk about it really on the show. Uh, If you go on YouTube and and watch any or listen to any of the songs on the Viper Topic YouTube channel, like the official auto-uploaded YouTube run thing, if you look at the profile picture, there's a bunch of white dudes, or I guess not white dudes, but like South American dudes on it. Mm-hmm. That's the Viper metal band. Right. But all of the Viper, the rapper songs are also automatically uploaded to this page. Right. And all of the Viper weird Confederate guy songs are also on Anti-Viper. Page. Anti-Viper. Right. Excuse me. Uh, Vibora and <laughs> Anti-Viper have their songs on that page and so if you look on the both of the official spotify pages for viper because he has two uh you will find just random albums from brazilian metal band viper and anti-viper just there yeah like he's getting he's it's this is viper the rapper's page but he just uploaded them there because i guess he didn't care he didn't know uh but i think that's great because that means that canonically these are all vipers right songs. correct they're all like the same beings correct. it's like uh like venom yeah the like you said marvel uh trademarked character venom <laughs> yes he um, is a, he's a viper character um so when we get into viper story time these are viper songs everything that he says i'm going to attribute to viper the right because they're on his forever. they're on his spotify so therefore he makes money or his uh his company makes money. right so uh i also want to point out uh, so Vibora is either Spanish or Portuguese. It's spelled the same. I assume pronounced differently for Viper. I don't speak either Portuguese or Spanish, so I can't. It's neither here nor there. But I want to point out, Will and I had a ton, a ton, <laughs> an inordinate amount of fun for like an hour and a half on Google Translate, just looking up different ways to say Viper and seeing all the funny ones. Uh, my name, we use Discord to, to chat to, for those recordings. My name is now and forever shall be Poscock, uh, which is, <laughs> I think, Hungarian. I think Hungarian yeah, for Viper, like maybe like Belarusian or something like that. But <laughs> way, way too much fun uh, for way, way too long. Not only doing that, but also translating the lyrics of Viper into Cantonese and then back into English and reading them out loud to each other. Uh, it was some real middle school Tuesday night shit that we were doing. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it really was. Uh, we also uh, sat down and listened to Viper Storytime live during that That's session. That's true. And uh, y'all, the, I... 
It is a We're it is care. an experience. <laughs> I cannot recommend uh, listening to that enough. It is. Do you want to start there, or do you want to start with best piece? Of I game? think we should talk. I we may be able to fill an hour just talking about Viper's <laughs> fucking story time. So let's start. This could be there. a long one. <laughs> All right, so so Viper story time. Um, it's I knew that it was gonna be something odd as soon as I saw it because the 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 the, uh, the album art is a like the back of a dinged up pickup mm-hmm. truck with a guitar case on the ground with what looks like like an empty can of beans. <laughs> it's a Campbell's. In it. I zoomed in. It is a Campbell's tomato soup can. Okay, and then there's a Confederate license plate on the back That's of the correct. truck. So I was like, this seems a little odd for the Viper I know, <laughs> and then. It jumps into, like, it opens, and immediately there's, like, classic country guitar mm-hmm. chords. And I'm like, okay, this song is called Bumpin' Uglies. This this is interesting. And then immediately it's a song about old people having sex. About the, the narrator's grandmother and grandfather having sex, I want to point out. Yeah, we get we get such quotes as wrinkled raisins doing it all night long. And my personal favorite, uh, caught him in the living room chair, doing it doggy style. Pulling on, pulling on Granny's hair. hair. Yep. I... That's vividly, excellent. and it's like a one-minute song, and you're just it... in it. It's like, okay, what what do I do? All now? of these songs are very short, but they feel very, very long. I literally f- had to physically close my mouth because my jaw dropped when <laughs> when I heard the lyric, doing it in the living room chair pull it on granny's hair is just yeah absurd the, and the disgusting thing, and i love it the only thing about this album is that you really i think that the first two songs are pretty good and then it just falls off and by the end well this is a little bit of a spoiler but the last two songs are called baboon butt hemorrhoids that's correct and fling and poo on you yeah that's correct uh, and so by then it, it's kind of over but uh let's let's do like we normally do it's a it's a new album uh, so do you have any other notes about bumping uglies before we move on? Um, no, I do want to say that, like you said, bumping uglies is probably the best song. There's weirdly enough, and we'll, I'm sure we'll bring this up. This is, of course, just so everyone is clear, this is not uh, Lee Dog. This is not Viper the Rapper. Right, this, this is, is anti-Viper. This is anti-Viper. I have no idea who this guy is. He's never released any other music as far as I'm aware. No. And this came out in 2010. Yeah, so um, there are, weirdly enough, a lot of parallels that we'll bring up between <laughs> yes. this, between Anti-Viper and Lee Dog that I think it are, are so bizarre. And it comes out in the first at- song on this album where it is the worst record. It sounds like he recorded it on, like... In that pickup truck. It sounds like he was yeah. using like a phone that he was recording into to record the entire thing. And uh, funnily enough, he also just reuses the same like chord progression like for every yep. other song off of Bumpin' Uglies yep. to where the intro to every song you're like, oh, did it just skip back to the beginning? Nope, it's still going. No. All right, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I also think it's important. This is, I think, two people because there's a, there's a different singer who does some of the background vocals and one of the songs so i'm gonna assume that he's the guitar guy um one of them is probably the guitar guy so yeah i like to think that one of them was sitting in the front seat of the truck and the other one was in the bed of the truck playing the guitar yeah that's how they recorded it that's pretty good let's move on to grandma got run over by a toyota so we mentioned this 
I don't. Did we mention this on uh, on recording last no, week? No, I think I just warned. You, I just yeah. yeah, I just warned you. Um, I think that the best way to sum up this song uh, is is the this line. Let me read it to you. I'll tell you the truth. No, this ain't no bull hockey. They're <laughs> all trying to kill us all off one by one for dropping a bomb on Hiroshima, Hiroshima and, Nagasaki. and Nagasaki. Yeah, well, the um, line preceding that also has to do with World War II as well. Yeah, it's all, yeah. a lot of this album is in bad taste. <laughs> what a point I out. would argue that like you probably just shouldn't listen to this because it's entirely offensive and it's not funny enough. Like it's shocking. But it's definitely not funny. No, it's like no, it's like uh, like bad seasons of South Park funny. If that if that appeals to you, yeah, I was gonna. But say... also, it's like dated twenty ten edgy. So it's like some of the stuff isn't even that edgy anymore. It's just like out of taste. Right, exactly. And I was gonna say, kind of similarly, it reminds me very much of like a a Comedy Central Comedy Central presents that would come on like mm. after school in like 2010 2009 where it was mm-hmm. just like it was a 30 minute shoot of this guy who's you know just getting started or not just getting started but is, is this is his big time you know first uh special quote unquote right uh and he's trying his hardest uh and it is all just falling flat there is very little there was i, I there's not a single point i don't think that i was laughing with this person or laughing no. at their jokes yeah. i was laughing specifically at this person for releasing this record um, because it is just mind boggling that you would put enough effort into it to write these songs, record these songs and release it because these aren't lazy per se. There's a right, lot. These are of... all written. Like he definitely, no one, <laughs> none of these are like stolen lyrics. He right. clearly wrote all of these and some of them like grandma got run over by a Toyota is exact. It's to the tune of the original. Right. Like it's, it's a pair. It's just, I have a note later. I'll go ahead and say it. Like, imagine you, like, spent enough time learning to play the guitar to the point where you can, like, pretty well mimic these, like, classic country chord progressions. They're not, like, crazy, but they're they're done well enough. Mm-hmm. You get the idea. You've you spent all that time to learn the instrument, and this is what you do with it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're, uh, I don't know. Um, let's move on to guys who play sports um also a good yeah yeah so he this is mm. i will say in his uh not in his defense but you know there was a there's always that shitty thing where it's like oh i make fun of everybody equally and this guy to a certain extent certainly does um he makes fun of himself i think more than any <laughs> single other person on this album or group of people and he he makes fun right. of marginalized individuals a lot a he does. lot he does, um, but, but he, also, he is also always the butt of a lot of the jokes. He, that is also true. Um, but again, laughing at him, not with him. Yeah, so this is the the point where a lot of my notes are just uh, are like explaining the joke because the whole song <laughs> is basically the name and then explaining the joke from the name. Right. So this is this is about how uh, the guys who play sports get women. And guys who don't play sports, uh, he says, quote, uh, when he was in high school, he would have to go home and stick his weenie in greased up bottles. Um, <laughs> Which that's see, the joke. That's, <laughs> that seems that so Guys who painful. play sports get women and he doesn't. Yeah. He also at one point says that if, if his next attempt to get a woman doesn't work, he'll turn gay. 
and then makes a sports joke by saying that even if he does turn gay, he'll still have to learn how to pitch or catch. Uh, I I also have the note, it's hard to believe that only 10 people have ever listened to this song on YouTube, (laughs) and it's been on the internet for five years, and it's been, it's like a 10-year-old song. 11. It's been on this channel for five years. Yeah, 11 now. It's been on this channel for five years, and I was the 10th person to listen to it. Jesus Christ. Um, you want to move on? You have anything for this one? Um, I had something in it and it's gone now. So yeah, we'll move on. If, okay. if I, if I think uh, of it, we'll come back. This is the worst con. Well, I think this is the, the it's hard to say. This is, <laughs> uh, the name of this song is teabagging with one. Nut. Oh, right. So, this is my favorite song the, uh, on the album. This is my favorite song on the album by far. The context here is that, uh, the, the speaker, the singer, uh, was working in a in some kind of construction plant an accident he was playing with napalm or something homemade napalm, and acc- I thought. yeah and and he uh he accidentally set it off it blew him up in the air it blew his underwear off and it blew a two by four with a nail that like pinned him to the wall by his left nut sack <laughs> or left nut He'd, and uh he lost it and people laughed at his small penis and he he complains about the the issues involved with trying to get someone to have sex with him because he only has one nut. Uh, right, right, because uh, he says that girls don't even like it doggy style when there's only one one nut clapping. Ball, yeah, in, one, yeah, one ball. Which, hitting him in the butt. Look, man, we were just criticizing <laughs> this guy, but, you know, that's comedy gold right there. That's, that is that just is, peak. What a concept for a song. But what, what I want to say is, since this is the official Viper channel, and this is on the official Viper Spotify canonically speaking viper the rapper only has one nut that is true that is very true um uh i want to move on <laughs> also, actually a... hang on less than 50 people have ever heard this song i i added up the the streams on spotify that i could find i don't know how consistent that data is i added up the views on youtube and like fucking soundcloud didn't have it napster had it jesus, and it had like one download jesus. so probably less than 50 people have ever heard this. that's incredible uh, and i also said that that's a real shame that's there's no way that's true this guy absolutely like he he's from some small town in like bum bumfuck <laughs> oklahoma that has like one bar that he plays at every weekend and he is still playing these songs maybe so although i don't know that, move on to re- that uh that bar probably doesn't have too many uh people besides regulars yeah, coming into I don't, it so well I'll... i don't know there's some there's some stuff in guys who play sports that i don't think you could even really have said 10 years ago and then we're going to get into the next one where he def- you you can't make you just can't sing really bad day i can't remember that can't. i don't remember that one refresh me oh well, let me let's let's start this is really bad day is the next one this is i think the second worst on the entire album all right uh, this is the one where he he wakes up and he he can't he's having trouble peeing right. uh, and it kind of hurts right. and so he goes to the doctor uh, and and he's having some some concerns because the doctor seems to be uh, not following protocol right. while giving him like a prostate exam right. uh, and then at the end he reveals that oh no I'm actually like tweaking really hard <laughs> on he called it grass but I don't think it's like weed because <laughs> he said he was like hallucinating he was in some sort of psychosis yeah marijuana does not uh, do that he, to you <laughs> yeah it really does not so he ended up in a gay bar that was offering free prostate exams uh and and he said that now uh 
when he farts, it it's like the whistling sound <laughs> because he's been hollowed out in some way. So doesn't he, I don't know. Doesn't he also get uh doesn't he also get AIDS? Isn't that part of the song? Late no, 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 no. That is another oh, okay, song. Okay, excuse me. I apologize. No, he's this this is fine. He was just you know. Uh, I'm surprised he he didn't attacked, go for that low hanging will. fruit. That seems like right up this douchebag. I think he alley. was saving it because he he knew he had one uh, later. I this was bad, but the next one I think is the worst. I want to say here uh, a couple of these that okay. we've we've had so far. Another parallel is that some of them could have been actual Viper songs or Viper lyrics uh, or album names, oh, like the the titles. Um, Grandma yeah. Got Run Over by Toyota is absolutely a Viper-ass fucking, like, th- he would just have a picture of, like, a Toyota Yaris and his face uh, photoshopped yeah. badly over the Toyota symbol, and it would have been, the yeah. Grandma Got Run Over by the Toyota. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Although, actually, it wouldn't have yeah. been Toyota. It would have been, like, by my caddy or something like that, by my bins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's move on. So this is, I think, the the biggest crossover point where this is something that Viper would talk about. This is the most mean-spirited song I've ever heard in my entire life. It's called Everything Needed Work But Her Face. Or But Her Face. Is yeah, one this one sucks. So, uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to say at first that I was the first person to like this on YouTube, which is always fun. Um, you liked it? It's so slow. I just wanted to say, I mean... It had no up, no no likes, no dislikes. So I had to do I something. I disliked it. I was the first interaction. I took it away. I just I loaded the page, saw there wasn't one, liked it, heard the song, took it away, kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, okay, okay, um, that's fair. So this is the longest song on this album. It's like four and a half minutes, but it has the least to right. say. So so here's here's the premise. Let me get this for you. Um, he goes to a bar. He sees a lady with a pretty face. He tells her. That he likes her face, but everything else needs work. And she gets mad at him and goes for the guy who lies to her. Well, the joke was on her because now she's very fat. <laughs> she's so fat, apparently, that she finds random like food in like folds and like stomped people and then died because she was too right. big. And they had to like use a crane to get her into the ground and it dropped her and there was an earthquake and he's just like laughing his ass off about like, haha, I tried to tell you and now you're fat. It's like, what, what is wrong with It is with literally, you? who writes it is this? MT, it is every, it is like a best of of MTV's Yo Mama written into a song yeah. and changed to be about a woman that didn't want to have sex with the, with, with the narrator. It is lazy, lazy like, garbage. <laughs> As as we as as I've decided to start saying, you you brought this up last week. Uh, this is based and viper. This is one hundred percent for sure. He would absolutely this is say this. So something, if Viper got like dumped by some girl or turned down, <laughs> he would write a rap about absolutely. this with the same same absolutely. shit. Uh, this is awful. I would like to move on to what I think is actually kind of a a fun. Concept. I will. I will. Before we move on, I want to say this sure. is a little bit of foreshadowing. Just remember the lyric about finding food in his fold or in her folds yeah 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 he does yeah okay keep that keep that in mind although to be fair this is a grilled cheese so remember that um the next one is called confederate (laughs) confederate memorial desecration god damn uh, it which uh what a name by the way that's um this is this is 
keep in mind this is 2010 this is the middle of obama's first right. term like what do you think like put down in the comments right now what do you think confederate memorial desecration meant to this guy in 2010 because <laughs> like garrett you and i went to a school that's like pretty liberal yeah and i would say it took a year or two from us getting into college and what 2016 2017 yeah. as around i would say two years in it was only around then at our college where people really got into like taking the statues down and renaming yeah, absolutely them. uh and like this is five at least years before then right and i was gonna say they haven't even the the biggest one at our college they have not even changed the name of that building yet right like, they have or they right. they're just now changing it in in 2021 yep. like 11 years after confederate desecration or whatever the fuck this stupid piece of shit is so called. here's the plot here uh confederate memorial desecration to this guy is a bird a pigeon if you will flies over the statue a statue of robert e lee and, well he he only called him the general but yeah <laughs> i think um, we know who he's talking about who pooped on the the general's face and he became he becomes irate he claims that the, that the pigeon was possessed by the ghost of lincoln that is so cool and he goes up north to find a statue of lincoln where he poops on the statue of lincoln <laughs> himself uh the song concludes with him being arrested uh he he says uh this is my favorite lyric i think in the whole album uh doing that got ended me up in a yankee jail being north of the being north of mason dixon well it's worse than being Which in is hell totally true a hundred percent fair and uh -huh. true that is based in that is he based then, in garrett pilled that is based in <laughs> yeah uh he then went on to uh use some anti-gay slurs which is rough and then claimed that he attacked in prison uh, and so is, good job definitely couldn't have just ended this song like 30 that, seconds that's, earlier that's where he be. gets aids right damn no, it that's later. damn it i know that he has like there, a... he doesn't even he doesn't even get it his his uh his wife does oh. remember oh i don't remember that uh, and that's actually the next song memory foam no bed, if you're i want ready. before we move on <laughs> this no you're this not ready? fucking asshole <laughs> this is the closest thing to like a, a song that expresses any sort of opinion on this album and it has the most stupid mm -hmm. dumb shit opinion of all and i just yeah there is something so inherently hilarious to me about it though the idea of a bird being possessed by the spirit of abraham lincoln and shitting on a statue of yeah. robert e lee is such a powerful image that i almost i want to get like a pigeon tattoo wearing like a top hat with the abe lincoln beard, In a beard. <laughs> that's really good well there's also like the first chorus after the pigeon poops he's talking about lincoln and he says why did he make it do <laughs> right. that and then later, when he poops on the statue, it's, why did they make me do that? It's like he's passing all the blame on the coach, right, Lincoln. Right. Which, I, I gotta say, um, Abe Lincoln, if Abe Lincoln was a ghost, I highly doubt that he would be spending his time shitting on statues of Robert E. Lee, a man he never met. Like... <laughs> I would imagine probably Lincoln cared a lot more about, you know, Jeff Davis or like any of the Confederate political leadership. Like, Jesus. Anyways, let's move on to my memory foam fuck pad or whatever it's called. Well, memory foam bed. First thing I have is harmonica alert. This is the first time 
he did anything different with the beat the beat or with the, the, the <laughs> whatever the backing the guitar yeah, it's, it's the same called guitar the beat now yeah but the beat the beat it's it's classic country guitar chords and harmonica so here's the joke here okay um uh, by the way before i get into it actually uh, keep in mind that when i got here this was i think the most viewed song uh on youtube and it already had two likes and oh, no yeah. dislikes so good good job viper um the joke is uh the memory foam mattress he comes home and he sees uh two sets of knees imprinted on the mattress and his wife's face in the in the pillow but he says he sees it in the mattress i'm not sure how that works uh but the joke here is that his wife was with a friend who she claimed was gay named jerome uh but he comes to the conclusion because there is poop on the sheets that Jerome was in fact gay and was pretending that his wife was a man, and then he laughed about it because uh, Jerome apparently had AIDS and they both contracted yeah, AIDS and correct. died. And that's the joke. That's the whole bit. Uh, the man in his mean spirited self goes out and pees on his wife's grave. It's a whole lot. It's it's a whole lot of terrible. Uh, easily the second most mean spirited for no reason thing. Uh, this is also the same name. Uh, what, what, Luis? Lucille. Lucille what do you right? Call no, no, no. Louise. Lucille. Louise. You were right the first time. I think it is Louise. Uh, the same name that he gives to the girl in Everything Needed Work Butterface <laughs> is it's the same name as his wife. I think he only knows the name of one woman. It's probably his mom's name, yeah. I'm guessing. Maybe a sister. Uh, so I, I hate this one. This makes me feel bad for all people. All people. Everybody. All of them. <laughs> Uh, you want to move on to freakishly long dick? <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right. I want to move on to freakishly this... long dick. Not even long dick Johnson, and he had a long dick, hence the name. Yeah. No, this is uh, this is like slam poetry style, where he just like slow talks through. He has a big penis, so he still has fun in life. Yep. Uh, he also this is where he. Steals the same joke that he used earlier about he's so fat that he found this time it was a cheese steak instead of a grilled cheese. Correct. Uh, in the folds of his stomach. Uh, but yeah, the whole joke is that he's ugly with a big penis. So he's still able to do stuff, but only in the dark. That's it. That's the whole bit. <laughs> Want to move on to Spring Break 09? <laughs> uh, freakishly Long Dick is also a, 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 viper, a name. viper name for sure. <laughs> yes. Freakishly long dick is something that he would 100% release. Yeah, let's yes. move on before I off myself. Um, the next one is Spring Break 09. This is the one with the least content, I think. There's not a lot to go into. He here. gets an uh, STD he here, right? Yeah, this is where he gets uh, gonorrhea, chlamydia, and HIV. Right, that's um, correct. That's the whole joke is that he gets, he gets drunk on Spring Break and has sex, and then he has an STD. He asks why it what why is that why do i have a sunburn on my penis is like the first part of the and chorus. heartburn heartburn um, in my balls right he has heartburn in his yeah. balls and a sunburn on his dick which is the so, funniest way i've ever heard gonorrhea described is a heart and then he heartburn asked, in my balls can i get rid of this in time for spring break 10 right like 2010 and that's it there, there's very little here um he's definitely run low on ideas at this point, and I think he hits the bottom of the barrel in the next one. Do you want to move on to baboon butt hemorrhoids? Yeah, we absolutely. We 100% should. So, I got all the way to this point. I had written, like I always do, I copied the names of all the songs, right? And I put them on a, on a sheet for me to read. 
And uh, it I didn't pick up on that this name should stand out to me until I got here, but it definitely should. Um, the first thing you hear, he jumps right into lyrics. These hemorrhoids are tearing my ass apart, <laughs> leaving brown and red in my underwear every time I fart. Um, that the whole joke is that uh, he has hemorrhoids. They hurt and are stinky. And also he goes to get advice from a priest and gets, you know, the joke. You get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then the priest talks about how hemorrhoids are like, he calls them like speed bumps or like pleasure bumps pleasure or something. Bumps. It's, pleasure bump it's bumps. It's awful. This is trash. This is the worst piece of shit. And we, you know, I am personally offended by this song because one of our, our friends, um, I use the term friend loosely, was very heavily affected by hemorrhoids when both you and I lived with him. And I just want to say that the worst days of my life are when his hemorrhoids were acting up because God knows he took it out on everybody else. Garrett, we've never once lived together. No, you and, uh, not me and you. I'm saying when, oh. when I lived with this oh, individual. Oh, during the span. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've both at separate times. Yes. At separate times okay, lived with like, this individual. And he did have flare ups both times. Yeah. 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 You lived with two people that had that issue at one point. <laughs> what? You don't remember that? Yeah. Both of those fellers had that issue. Jesus Christ. That's uh, awful. Anyway, let's move on to flinging poo on you, huh? That's. Sound good? Do we have to? <laughs> No, not we can just go quickly. The whole song is him like if I was a toad, I'd try to hop on you. If I was a deer, I'd call you deer too. It's like animal puns about a woman he likes. Right. It's surprisingly like tame compared to baboon butt hemorrhoids. <laughs> um and every other song on the album. He does call back to um if I was a monkey, I'd fling my poo at you just like I did to that uh, to that Lincoln statue. Uh, so he calls back to pooping on the statue Which is, of Lincoln. again, just like our boy Lee Dog, a really shitty slant rhyme. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. He definitely, you start with the shock and like the hilarity of like what, of what bumping uglies. Bumping ugly in parentheses granny style, which is great. Uh, and then it just progressively gets lazier and worse and lazier and worse. And then you get to this and it's like, all right, is it over? cool let's be done yeah um i gave viper story time a six out of 10. <laughs> i gave it a nine out of ten i think compared to the other viper songs it's it's very in line it's a very average viper album i disagree uh, as usual it starts it starts strong this is exactly like hiram clark Hustler to me it starts strong <laughs> exactly the first two like songs it. are great yes the first two songs are great there's a nice slow ballad in the middle but the rest of it's pretty forgettable <laughs> I didn't actually give this um, a 9 out of 10. I didn't rate this one because, oh, I don't know, I didn't think to. I guess if I had to rate it, my head. <laughs> I guess if I had to rate it, I would give it, I mean, comparing it just to Viper albums, I think I would give it like a six and a half, seven out of 10, just compared to okay. Viper albums, I think. Um, okay, um, let's move on to... The, the other album, an actual no, no, Viper no, 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 no. rapper. We album. have to no? talk. No, what? we still have to talk about Vibora. I mean, I didn't take any notes for that album, other than one of the names of the song is cool. Uh, you really want to talk about I wanted, the Venomous Strike of the Viper? I do want to talk about the Venomous Strike of the Viper because I can't find the album that we listen to fucking anywhere. I, it's on Spotify. It has disappeared. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> it's gone. No way. Hold on. No way. No, 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 no. It's near the very bottom. What is, what is the, what was the name of the album we listened to? I think it's called The Strike of the Viper, The Rise of the Viper. The band Viper has never released an album with that title. No, no, no. This is on the artist Viper, the one with the Yule Cowers on and Smoke Crack thumbnail. Correct. The one with all the naked women? Correct. The Viper band has... Vibora has never released an album by that name. Who is this? Then? No, yeah, they have. For <laughs> not, sure. on their, not on their uh, uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. page. Hold on. <laughs> Give me a I'm scrolling down through about 50 pictures of Viper's I have for the last 10 minutes when you were talking about the last three uh, songs on that album. It's called Strike of... Strike of the Viper from 2009. It is not that is not listed on any of on anywhere on here. Uh, what did we? Hear? I don't know, but I was looking because I wanted to figure out what the name of the album was because there was one song on it, Hawk Fighter, which I think is a fucking sick. Yeah, that is sick ass name. One word too, just Hawk Fighter. Hawk Fighter. Um, and it is nowhere to be found. It is not at all anywhere on their on their Wikipedia page, despite the fact that almost every single one of their albums, all of their studio albums, and one, two, three, four, five out of seven of their live albums and compilations all have individual Wikipedia pages. There is nothing, and the the pages members page is is up through 2021. There is no mention of the album that we listen to anywhere on it. So it says it says that the label. Uh, that made Strike of the Viper is called the Viper label. <laughs> it started in 1999 in Liverpool. But I is can't... this an? Do we listen to an entirely different? I think we may have straight up listened to an entirely. We just found another thing called Viper. Yes, because this is not. This is an entirely different. Is this the same band? I not see. I don't see that album. though. wait. Hold on. Okay, hold on. This is actually might be, this might be something here. What did we just find? What? Are, where are we? I, think I don't we're actually know. I don't see. The, I don't see Strike of the Viper on here. Strike of the Viper is not. I don't think this on is right. their Wikipedia page. It's not on the official Wikipedia, but I'm looking at the Viper label website right now, and I don't see the Strike. Is of the, the Viper. Viper label website in English? Yes, it's Liverpool. That is in England. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm an idiot. You're totally right. So that may not be uh, our they're... Viper. That may not be Vibora because they're Brazilian. No, this might be just a... a. This looks like a, like a, like a music uh, collaboratory project. But also, I don't... Yeah, I don't see... I don't see anything <laughs> on here. All of these things were released in 1999. <laughs> I think. And then just this one from 2009? No, this one's, this one's from 2012. It's in here somewhere, maybe, but I don't see it. I don't know. I think we should move on. This is scary. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Anyways, check out Strike of the Viper, the Venomous Strike of the Viper, the Venomous Strike of the Hawk Fighter, uh, which is probably... It's I straight up just shitty metal. Like, it is just... It's fine. I don't really like this type of metal, this, like... Uh, like I don't know, new new wave metal, Iron Maiden type metal. Not my not my not my brand of metal. Um, I think they're a fine version of that, but I don't particularly care for them. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. 
Um, yeah. They're apparently okay. huge in Japan, well, and you pointed out that they have some hilarious. They they have things yeah. uh, that are just they have some really rough, like English style album titles, like spelled out English. Kilara, uh, Kilaru even... Sword is a good one, uh, and Vi- Viper Sapiens is fucking great, as well as Maniacs in Japan. Maniacs in Japan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I'm glad for them because they're definitely probably they're definitely more successful than Viper oh, the absolutely. rapper. Um, so good for them for getting all of Viper's YouTube yep. money. I guess. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, gladly. <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear from our boy Viper Lee the rapper. Uh, I have the best. Yes, I have the best piece and chain ever made. The most disappointing um, Viper album ever released. I think that the first uh, six or seven songs are he. It was almost the best Viper album. Correct. Almost. Uh, I'm gonna that save the correct my take. absolute. I'm gonna save my absolute meltdown because I've been holding <laughs> it in for a long, like a week at least. Because I listened to this right after we got done talking after we recorded Jesus. last week. I went ahead and listened, and I've been eating. So here we go. Um, this is a an album he made because someone was uh, he heard a lot of people kind of jacking his style using their like this is you know what 2010 20 yeah 2010 ish uh people were jacking the viper style or more likely the jpeg mafia style of like samples and people were doing more chops and screws and there were people who were critiquing him because he does the same shit on every album right so he decided to just say well fuck you guys i'll show you I'll do something else. I'll do the auto-tune style. I'll do more edits to the beat. I'll write more fun lyrics that people actually like hearing. I won't destroy my vocal track on every single song. Right. I'll put the slightest bit of effort into mixing. I'll show you. And then he does it for seven songs. Right. And then he gives right. up. I was that's so this I wanna, is the most disappointing Viper album because the first half is the most creative the most artistically interesting the most musically challenging uh work that viper has ever done um not all of Mm -hmm. it is good Mm -hmm. granted a lot of it is dog shit but it is taking risks it is taking musical risks and i appreciate that viper as i have said from from week one uh is best at producing and is bad at 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 the vocal stuff um and this is really where that shines um the the a lot of even the bad songs the the bad original songs on this album are kind of almost saved and are still kind of listenable uh even with his shitty auto-tuned vocals um because the production work on this album on those first seven songs is ab he nails Mm -hmm. it he nails it it is very it is 10 out of 10 production it is it is it's it's the best like creativity of that uh, almost industrial, like uh, the Yeezus era of of uh, Kanye West, like all Krautrock influence, electronic influence, all this really cool stuff. Um, and he has samples that are really well used, um, and he mm-hmm. edits those samples in a really really creative way. That's where I kind of got that. That was yeah. my favorite part. He actually edited the samples instead of just trimming them into like a, a right. And thing. that's. And, like, he does the samples and the beat. Usually he does right. one or the other, where if he takes a sample, it's just, it'll be like that T-Pain sample. Like, that was the best right. sample I think he ever did, and it's just T-Pain going, yeah. hey. Yeah. 
uh, and that's the whole beat. But in this one, it's like, yeah, it's 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 a sample, and he edited it, and he put that auto tune type filter on it to make it sound like it goes with his vocals, and he put a beat behind it that it works. Is, it but is like I, yeah. It is almost. Let's start yeah, going yeah, yeah, yeah. and take it Absolutely. song by song because I I don't want to I don't want to get too heated about the rest of it. So let me take control as the first one. Uh, the hook is like this kind of nice. It's like a barbershop quartet mm-hmm. almost, where it's like two vipers and then the two actual like R and B dudes from the sample, and he has edited the vocals so it all sounds like it goes together. Both of the Vipers actually are in time with each other, which is nice. because And he does fuck it up. up later on this album. <laughs> yeah. Um, the hook actually, or not the hook, the uh, the verse is a little rough because he doesn't quite time it up perfectly. Um, he's trying to do the like, it's almost like the Venom effect yeah. from yeah. the Cobra record or the Cobra track where he doesn't quite have it right. He gets back to the five drunk Vipers standing right. in a room. Um, but I heard this and I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Like, I like the hook. I like where this is going. My, I have the note. This is the best Viper song yes. I've heard in weeks. It is. Like, it is as uh, if you took Hiram Clark Hustler or beat from Hiram Clark Hustler and injected mm-hmm. it with pure MDMA. It is. It is almost. It yep. like weirdly enough, it is almost like a dance electronica track. Um, the hook. I I loved this hook. And the auto-tune works for Viper. I don't think it's, like, the best thing he could have done. Because the the whole chorus, all of his vocals are auto-tuned. Which is par for the chorus for for all of the original songs, right? Right. And, um, you know, that's kind of, like, it's kind of whack because he's just auto-tuning. But I think, one, that's the point that he's trying to make. It's like, see, I can auto-tune all my vocals, too. It's not that hard. Because this is 2010. Uh, But also, like, honestly just putting the auto-tune on his voice sounds better than the usual weird effects exactly. that he puts on. It's also much easier exactly. to understand him. And auto-tune... Um, the lyrics are whatever here, but yeah, auto-tune... Auto-tune is, gets yeah. a bad rap, I think. Auto-tune, when it is used yep. correctly, um, can be a really effective way to add that electronica or electronic music or experimental type stuff to mm-hmm. your hip-hop. Um, and I think that, you know... It got a bad rap because it did get overused around the same exact time period. But I think Viper mm-hmm. kind of stumbles ass backwards into the correct use of of autotune, where he is not using it just to pitch correct, right? He is using it to right. modulate his voice and and again add a layer, add a depth to his 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 music and his production that is not there otherwise. Um, I'll bring this up again. He does it with a lot of the samples, I think more so than when it, with his own vocals, but adding that auto tune mm-hmm. almost makes those vocal tracks. And I've said this before on a couple other albums, almost into an additional instrument or an additional, you know, uh, instrumental yep. part of the, the track rather than being vocals. And that is, I think really, really, really cool. Um, I don't think that was intentional. I think like you said, his intention was, Hey, fuck you guys. I can do auto tune too. But I think that he he stumbles ass backwards into making something like somewhat like pretty compelling um, in terms of, of, of musical creativity, um, mm-hmm. which is hilarious that his best work he did as a middle finger and just accidentally created something cool. But yeah, I let's let's go to why boys want me killed. The second one. Yeah. Uh, so I again, this sounds almost nothing like a Viper yeah. song. 
Um, but it's uh, he's also this is where it really starts. I, I guess this was also the point where he wanted to prove that he could do fun yeah. lyrics again. Because uh, I'm just going to read some off here, if you don't mind, because I, I liked it. a lot of these. Um, so we have on the real. All I do is chill while boys walk around with anger concealed. <laughs> Truth is revealed. I ball cake, jewelry, cars, hoop. I got it all. That That's pretty cool. cool. He says all the words, cake, jewelry, cars, hoop, I got it all. That's pretty fun. Is cake um, ass or is it money in this case? Or is it actually I think cake? it's crack. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm just okay. going to say it. It could, be, it could be cash, but it has... <laughs> cake has meant oh. diamonds, money, jewelry, girls, and crack. So it could be pretty much anything. <laughs> um, here's one of your favorites. Actually, this is something he doesn't do a lot. Usually, we see that kind of carryover to the next line, like "Oh shit, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make it rhyme later, or I'm gonna make it rhyme and then add the suffix of this word at the end." Yeah. This one he had to squish, which is interesting. He said, "These perceptions are they reality? Because they think they gone see some cheese." <laughs> <laughs> so he rhymed reality with cheese, and he did it really rushed. It's like you you were so confident in because they think they gone see some cheese that you had to squeeze it in. Yeah, you could have totally know. just said see some, some cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah, and it would have been a little. Anyway, uh, this one's also pretty good. Uh, then these pussy N words trying to steal my swag. So I switch it up on, again on the ass. You can call me all auto tune computer viper. That's what I do. So you cats better start playing the lotto. That's the only way y'all coming up, bro. I I don't know. Just he introduces it perfectly. It's like you were saying the the auto tune. The way you do it is when you're going for that kind of electronic perspective. This isn't just I'm Viper. I sound this way when I sing. This is like a character. This is auto tune right. computer Viper. Right. Like that's the way you should do auto tune. I think is is as part of your shtick. Yeah. If you're gonna go for it, go for it whole hog. Because I I think that. The reason that autotune gets a bad rap is because it was used it, during this time period. It was used so sparingly that it almost came across as subtle when that's not what it was yep. kind of intended for. Autotune is mo it like mm -hmm. it's more like a, a a talk box, right? Than it is it, what I think it was used for at this time period, which was pitch correction. Mm -hmm. It is it is more like mm -hmm. that that Peter Frampton or Daft Punk style uh, a talk box almost. Um, mm -hmm. the vocoder is, yeah the vocoder um, and I think that that's what Viper stumbles into creating on this album um, by the way before yeah. we move on I did have uh, one off topic note uh, from this song which is that the album cover is fucking hilarious um, it looks yes. like it was he has drawn... that exact chain and piece too <laughs> it legitimately looks like it but... was drawn by uh, Chris Chan the Sonichu guy like it is yes awful yes god awful uh yeah i i i thought the same thing but then i saw a picture of him from like this year in a video with him having he had the same chain on in real life so well, good the, for him my favorite like, part uh, about it it's it, my favorite part about it is that it's drawn with either pen or pencil and then he forgot to add yep. the wrapper after viper so he just photoshopped yep. in on the computer the only computer generated part is where under uh, viper it the says rapper. the rapper god what a mm -hmm. hack what a hack uh let's move on to my favorite song of the album always popping my shirt off every day yep uh in parentheses wit you for the long haul yep so this hook is like knockoff daft punk but yes. i think that's kind of cool 
it sounds like a uh, digital love from discovery uh the like last night i had a dream about you song yeah uh uh i like the beat i think it works for this if he's going for auto-tuned computer viper why not also fucking gun game alert gun game is back he's got a 44 it's today. been a while uh it's been a while i think it's the only time today but gun game is back uh i got some some more lyrics too if you if you don't mind go for it all right so uh he says and leave these pussy in words with they feelings hurt with me all the ladies flirt and leave these dudes with their emotions desert id <laughs> <Damn it>. um <laughs> Uh, then it. we have, I keep paper stacking like a paper mill, then mix things up like Jack and Jill on the hill. For real, I'm a make boys find peace of mind when they fallen off they grind. Oh, so now he's going to, we couldn't, earlier we could not find peace of mind and now he's going to help now us No, he's going to make them. Yeah, now he's going to give us the peace of mind. I like that. Also, um, I, I'm just going to just drop all the shit, all the notes right here. Uh, he made the sample here i don't know if you looked up where the hook sample is from no. by any chance so it's from a song called missing you by first lady uh again he made oh pretty yeah, massive yeah. edits to yeah pretty this is massive one of our only here. liked videos on the two cowards youtube page <laughs> yeah I, I i went through and deleted all those by the way uh, oh damn it uh it's uh, yeah um anyway he made genuine edits to it because it's like a kind of slow you know, mid two thousands like internet sad jam. Yeah, but this is just like first lady is like this woman based in Miami. She released this song when she was like fourteen. Oh, uh, so on... that's why Viper likes it. <laughs> Yikes! On SoundClick dot com. This is, so this almighty. this song came out in two thousand three. Oh so when he made the sample, God. she was twenty one when she made when he made the sample. So that's oh that's good. God. But this was a song that was seven years old when he did it. Uh, when he when he sampled it, um, she only ever released one album and didn't decide to go into music. But this isn't like a super popular song. She doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I found this small biography on her on artistwiki.com. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like one paragraph. So again, this is one of those, like, where did he find this song? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like beautiful. Like it's perfect. The song, the original song is really pretty. And then the edits he makes and the auto-tuning, like I said, it sounds like a, sounds like he vocoded her voice yeah. and made this like Daft Punk vocal yes. beat. And he's also on it, but he's, smart and lets himself be like the the supporting role vocal right during the hook it's really good like i don't <laughs> yeah, know i agree and this this is where the rage starts to build right that i'll that i'll share with you later but like he just pulled this out but he could he could have done this at any point right yeah, yeah exactly well yeah that's what is infuriating this is also one of my favorite songs on the album. It is not my favorite. My favorite is okay. coming up in a couple. Um, okay. I, I do. He reused it or he doesn't reuse. He may reuse. You may know better than I uh, that vocal sample, but he does a very similar vocal sample on the last original that I think is a little bit better. But yeah, I a hundred percent agree that he does. It is, it is so weird to me that he is able to put out this type of music. Um, yep. And the next song is a return more to Viper form. 
Uh, <laughs> the next song, "Don't Take Life," "Don't Take Life as a Joke," uh, yeah. is probably the worst of the originals on this album. Uh, but it is still maybe, maybe, maybe. I, in my opinion, this is this is the worst of the originals on this album. Um, okay. Mostly because he uses he goes back and uses a really shitty monotone uh, thing or vocal track. Yeah. Where he just goes balling, balling. Yeah, he took a sample ballin'. of his own voice for this one, which yes. is a weird choice. It's definitely something he'd recorded for something else. I I don't know. Um, he mixed up the auto tune on the verses enough this time, which is interesting that he actually cared. Mm-hmm. But he he mixed it up a little bit so it doesn't get old. But yeah, the hook is not great. Um, I like the beat itself though. It's just a shame that that sample was there. Yeah. Uh, I've got a I've got a couple of lyrics for you. Go for it. Uh, but I ain't tripping on that no mo. They done it. They done let a G loose. Now I'm running the show. You think that you know me, but you probably don't. Never did, and probably won't. That's so. That's cool. like a Dr. Seuss beat, but it's it, like that is literally yeah, that's, cool... that's like that could be on Rapper's Delight. That's like yeah. old old school, like nineteen late seventies, early eighties hip hop. That is super cool. And then this one, which I think is him, just like he didn't know obviously that we were gonna do this, uh, but I think he did uh, because he says. <laughs> It's like they can't figure me out. Got them racking. Actually, he says wrecking their brains. He gets the saying wrong, but it's Genius. like they can't figure me out. Got them wrecking their brains. Like, you're right, Viper. I can't figure you out. This is, I don't know. The that's, the name cool. of the, that's the name of the, uh, the episode, wrecking their brains. <laughs> no, it's definitely the venomous strike of the Viper. <laughs> um, yeah, this one was fine. The next, um, the next song is my favorite song of the original. This one is a good one. Can't stop me from Snowbird Duncan. I, my only note I, I, is what the fuck I love this. This is yeah. genuinely a super, super cool laid back. Viper often gets thrown in with that quote unquote chill hop or that like, you mm-hmm. know, the, the cloud rap type stuff. And I think generally speaking, that's not true. I think that he's, he's not a part of that movement this is purely like this is a song that i would listen to on my own um yeah, this is there's some really again interesting lyrics that i don't i genuinely struggle to believe that he wrote it's just about but, basketball and that and it's like it is yeah <laughs> it's and, so and the, weird but, and 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 like not viper-esque where it's yep. it's very relaxed and laid back he's not going for it hard with the with the with the rapping uh i don't know why i said that like an elderly person (laughs) (laughs) the rapping the rapping but his 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 vocals his his flow is slowed down um but it's not pitched down um it is it is very clear it is very crisp and he has kind of a really nice voice when he doesn't add anything to it when he doesn't you know slow mm-hmm. it down or deepen it or do whatever the fuck he does on all of his other albums that ruins his voice to where like this is a genuinely good song um, i agree Did you and, like some uh, oh sorry go ahead to it yeah just i was i was just gonna say if you're gonna listen to two songs off this album listen to our favorites listen to yeah. can't stop me from snowbird duncan and, uh, and always, always popping, popping my, sh- my shirt off every day yeah yep those are uh, genuinely good songs. Bit of trivia about this song. Um, I like this one too, obviously. I thought this was pretty good. Uh, on Genius, this is one of the few on this album that actually had the lyrics, which cool. 
uh the album art for this song is so it's labeled as the best piece in chain ever made it's mm-hmm. labeled as being a part of that album but the picture at the top has the album art for an album called rich and not famous uh and the link to the song on youtube is to an album called yo chick chase me so there's uh, three we'll albums be, attributed to this we'll on... be hearing this one again it seems yeah um <laughs> i've got i've got some lyrics for you though because there's some really cool stuff in here go for um, it so first we have i'm the antagonist see what i'm about got the protagonist scared of a joust yeah uh i don't know what that really means but none of those are words that i thought viper would ever say i, I never agree. thought he would say joust in a song he is um, also 100 percent our antagonist <laughs> Yes, he is the antagonist of well. this podcast, and at this point, our lives. We also have uh, peep how my stings grind, technologically advanced and industrialized. Another good callback to his auto tune and mm-hmm. the the computer viper. Uh, boys wish they could be on my level, but they battle assault. It's soft as a pebble. Uh, I don't really know about that. <laughs> uh, I don't know about rounding level with pebble. And I don't know how pebbles are soft. Like, that's a rock, Viper. Rocks, rocks are in, just distinctly not soft. Yeah. Uh, they battle assault. It's soft as a rock, or soft as a pebble. That's a little weird. Uh, then we have, and if they run up, they'll get smoked like a genie. I'm made, I'm just a made G locked in money mode. My cash shocking dudes like an electrode, which I choose to think is it's a Pokemon. Pokemon reference. Yeah. Uh, it may not be, but that's still funny. Also, smoked like a genie. Come on, that's pretty good. That's, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good. I um, also, I really, I'm, I love the. F- I in my head canon is that Viper's a big Pokemon guy. Yeah, that I hope so. I hope he plays Pokemon Go. He and Sammy Classic <laughs> Sonic fan or whoever the fuck made that. Uh, <laughs> I play Pokemon Go every day. They should do a collab. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just out here waiting for the Viper Minecraft parodies. <laughs> <laughs> me too that, he did one actually that we're gonna make um yeah okay. let's well, move yeah, on to that. uh have you i think this is the sick worst in one. a hoop game this one is pretty bad too um he does what i mentioned earlier that he's done a couple times before in other uh viper albums where he will do and you've mentioned it before as well um where he'll have two vocal tracks of him saying the same yep. words um mm-hmm. interspliced and not quite in time they're in time they're lined up uh, and so some of the words are just doubled at the same time, but obviously they're n- it's not a double track, right? He doesn't just copy one track and paste it and then not line it up correctly. It is two separate recordings that he then tries to line up. So there's a yep. little bit of, of overlap where maybe one time he wasn't quite on beat or one time he kept a word going longer than in the other time. And it just, it, 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 it all goes to kind of break the, uh, break the 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 immersion of the song i guess um it really takes you out of it because you're like what the fuck is this why is he doing this um and really detracts from it i i don't remember anything else about the song uh because that stood out to me so much yeah i i have two lyrics that i want to talk about real quick but this was really underwhelming um i have this one two really kind of weird ones so first it's i am every woman in the world's favorite bitch you can find me on Ever Lady's wish list. So not nice. only did he call himself a bitch, he also rhymed bitch with wish list. 
That's pretty good. Uh, and then later, he says baller hating. Like, very distinctly Whoa. different words. Not baller Haitian. It's baller hating. That, I don't but like that at all. It, and it's not even close. Like, it's very clearly what he's saying. And it makes me wonder, uh -uh. has he always meant baller hating this whole time? We or have to is move this on. His... We can't stay. No, I can't. No, this is going to break okay. my brain. We have to leave I, that I, for I another day. I think that this is actually making a distinction where baller Haitian is definitively different from baller Hayton. And this is the oh, proof that he could. Anyway, no. let's go to jumping out the gym. There is going to be I've... an entire episode somewhere down the line <laughs> in maybe years of us dissecting that. Um, this is not an original, Garrett. Jumping out the gym? That's correct. Um, I, I recognize the sample at the beginning. This is him editing an old one. Really? Um, I, I know that the sample is is something that I've heard before, and I know that the verses are something I can, I've can i heard before. I can't find... I couldn't figure out which track it was, but I am like 99.9% .9 sure this is a remix of an old song. Interesting. That is interesting. I think this might be that Blast Zone song from like Snake in the Grass that was from some project I couldn't find before. Yeah. But it's definitely not... It's definitely something I've heard before. Like, I know I've heard that sample. I know huh. I've heard... I know I've heard him say two-hand dunks only the same way right. he does here. Right. Um, which just makes it weird because if he was going to just do an old song, he does that for the bottom half of the album anyway. So why yeah. would he do that here yeah. and then have one more original and then i don't know well he was originally going to do similar stuff with the rest of this and then he just got high on crack cocaine and decided <laughs> not to yeah but uh, uh let's move on i'm god's yeah. favorite uh this is really weird very <laughs> weird as well a little strange uh it's it kind of sounds like he, he go ahead it's the most minimalist production of the yeah. of the whole album it's very very stripped down there's not a lot of instrumentation um and it changes the beat changes a lot and he changes his vocals a lot and that did, is the yeah. weirdest shittiest part of it to me uh he also i think this is the one where he just has the one long verse right 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 it is uh, this is it, a short song i think the song is only is. like two and a half minutes long this is him talking about like being god's favorite obviously it's right. a uh the the whole verse it kind of sounds like there's some weird like sexual relationship between him and god right about and then i mean who, has, who among us has not been has not you know had some, right. uh, had some copulation with zeus he mints he he mentions that like god told him that at the end of times he'd be sitting on a throne right next to god and jesus uh and he I thought, but song, I thought he was the second coming of Christ, according to himself. Well, but they're they're his. He, no, he's the second son of God. Oh, okay, gotcha. So right. I mean, yes and no, right? Um, but he, my favorite lyric is is right at the end, um, talking about God. He's he said there's only two things he wants me to remember. That's Easter and the twenty fifth of December. Nice. That's pretty um, good. Just weird. Just yeah. the beats are weird. The way they change are weird. The way he sings and mixes his vocals are weird. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's just super out of place. It is. But it it would have been most... out of place no matter what. Right. This is. This is again. Like I said, it is the most minimalist production, but the most maximalist vocal mm -hmm. stuff that he does. Um, but he doesn't do it mechanically or digitally. He does it with just his voice. It. it, it it's really weird. Um, I agree that it's it's very out of place and would have been out of place 
on anything. Um, and it's and it so stands out to me because it almost feels like it would have belonged on a different Viper album, but I can't point yep. to a Viper album that it would have sounded similar on. It is really I think just it this would oddball be... like. I think this would have been a cool opener to an album called I'm God's Favorite, where yeah. he just did like a concept about religion or him being whatever. Well, I believe he does. Be the... I do believe he does yeah. have an album called I'm God's Favorite. Right. So maybe we'll see it again yeah. there. Maybe we'll see maybe it again. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe one day I'll see you again. Maybe one day um, I'll see you again. Next song, my only uh, note, my only note. Okay, it's over, huh? And yep, I, so this is and this I, is a go ahead. God. I, I listened to about half of this song and I said, okay, it's over, huh? And then I clicked on Hustle and Thick, which is like two or three more songs down. And it was That's the next. Oh, it's next. It's uh I clicked on that, it was the Hustle and Thick, and I said, Alright, I'm not gonna listen to any more of this shit because fuck you, Viper. Oh, so fuck I, you, I, Viper. Does that mean I just get to go? Because I've yes, got a lot to say. Absolutely. All right, cool. So take it away, my gangst- friend. Gangstered up. Is, I'm gonna give him what just happened to you. I'm so angry. I'm just okay through my shit. So gangstered up is uh, I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit. Some of these are remastered and some of them are not. I think that the way you you're supposed to be able to tell is the ones that are remastered got new names and the ones that are not remastered are just the same. So this okay. is I'm thugged out ballin. Uh, it's a, it's like barely remastered. The beat's a little bit clearer, but his vocals still suck. It's effectively the exact same. Uh, it's boring. It's lame. There's no auto tune or anything. Auto tune or anything. Then he does Hustlin' Thick, which is just Hustlin' Thick from Paperman. Yep. Uh, not original Hustlin' Thick. That would have been too cool. It's Hustlin' Thick from Paperman. Right. Uh, then most he, of my, them my are from Paperman. Most of them are from Paperman. A lot right? of them are. Yeah. Uh, some of them are actually. It's, it's a good mix to be fair. Um, but I said, bro, you really just ran out of new stuff and gave up, huh? Next is, this is this is where I'm starting to get really angry, Garrett. The next song is called I Gots to Ball. But here's the thing. This isn't the song I Gots to Ball from, from, uh, from fucking Hiram Clark or whatever. From, yeah, from Hiram Clark, the one that I really liked. It's, it's Ball from Gleam. <laughs> And I like this song more times, uh, more the second time around. Actually, hearing it not on Gleam and on on you know something else. Uh, he references some of his other songs. He has the lyric, "I'm going ball, I'm going grind, I'm going sting, I'm going shine, I'm a fool, I'm going hoop, catch two hanger alley oop." I think that's kind of fun. Uh, and then I'm going ball by the mall, all this cash I can't fall, diamonds on me. Bezatine, which is a is a is like a hook from earlier. I like this song more the second time, but I'm pissed that it's not. I got to ball. Well, here's the thing, Garrett. The next song's called "I'm Getting and Lovin' Snowbird Duncan." Guess what this song is? It's is it, "I Got to Ball" from Hiram Clark. <laughs> Damn it! He fucked it up. I can There is no way in this world that he didn't mean to just name this. He didn't mean to put "I Got to Ball" with "I Got to Ball" right, and call right, the other right, one right. because. Because Ball from Gleam is actually about Snowbird Duncan. Right. That's part of the song. There's a whole fucking verse about Snowbird and Duncan. So I know that's what oh was supposed God. to happen. He just fucked it up. All right. But then we get a little break, right? We get a little break. Um, he has On a Gangster Stroll. This is I'm That Southwest Blood from Yule Cowards. 
it's a barely remastered version of an old song that I didn't like that much. Whatever. Next, we have Paper Man. But it's not Paper Man. No, it's For Me To Be Made from These Rappers Claim They Hard. But here's the thing, Garrett. This next song called Come Up is Paper Man from God Paper Man. It. He God did it twice it. on the same album. How do you fuck that up? And this is why I'm angry, Garrett. This is where it gets me. Because he starts off, he's doing this auto-tune thing. He's trying to show that I can do something else. I've got other things. You want to hear the auto-tune? You want to hear me do some more with the beats? This was a great opportunity. If you ran out of original songs, that's fine, dude. If you just wanted to put this out and then you do like half new material and then you say, okay, I'm going to do half of the album as remixes, but I'm going to do it the same way. Maybe you just uh, apply the effects to what you already have. Maybe you make new beats with the samples to the old songs with the same lyrics. That would be cool. And you auto-tune and you make the edits and you make them new. But no, he just fucking gives up. And he hits the random button and pulls up the first eight songs he he finds. And he slaps them on here. And he can't even be fucking bothered to find the right names. And he mixes it up not once but fucking twice. Like, it's so fucking obvious, dude, that this come up is clearly for me to be made because that's the song about you coming up. Right. And Paper Man is fucking Paper Man. And it's so obvious that I'm getting and loving Snowbird Duncan is supposed to be the title for the song about Snowbird and Duncan. And I Got to Ball is supposed to be the title for fucking I Got to Ball. That is, oh my God. This is infuriating. So, he puts out seven fucking songs that are anywhere between good and at least interesting. He's trying. This is something he's had the capacity to do. These are by far the best songs I think he's ever put out. These are seven of his top 15 songs. Easy. Absolutely. Even 100%. the bad ones are better than some of this other shit. Yeah. Especially like he spent fucking two, two, three years putting out edited versions of the same Right, mediocre album that were just fucking worse than this. Right. Even if he wanted to do edits of like, oh, I'm going to auto-tune this one. That would have been better than making four fucking Cobra records well, of the same album. And what sucks is that we know that he's not like... Hey! <laughs> Excuse me. I'm um, allergic to bullshit. <laughs> I am allergic to bullshit. We know that he's not like opposed to making EPs or making short albums. Like he right. could have just... He could have just released those seven songs as a no, standalone it's 15 thing. Fucking, it's got to be a fifteen-song album. It's got to be between fifty minutes and an hour ten. Like it is, it is infuriating. Fuck yourself, it Viper. is fucking infuriating. That is why at the outset I mentioned that this is the most disappointing Viper album of all time because it is genuinely the first half is genuinely good. The first half is the fir is the only Viper that I think I would actually recommend people listen to. It is creative. It is well put together. It is, at the very least, has effort put into it that a lot of the other album Viper albums don't have. Um, and it's got and it's creative and it's fun to listen to, even if it doesn't hit the mark all the time. It's at least taking risks and it's trying new things, and it's pushing the envelope of what rap music can do and what hip hop can be. Um, and it's ahead of the curve in a lot of ways in that. This is yep. 2010. It is before a lot of that that uh, industrial, uh, electronica-influenced hip-hop came out. Um, mm -hmm. And then it is completely fucking ruined by Viper being fucking Viper. He does exactly what he's done time and time again, and he ruins what actual goodwill I ever had towards him. 
it, yep. <laughs> it is baffling I, that you could make this that you could make this album and release it. You have to be high on crack cocaine to think this is a good idea. I it, it it's baffling. It is truly truly unconscionably stupid. And it bothers me more that he did this. He put it out. This is one of his like people like Yule Cowards because it's the it's the funny name. People like Hiram Clark mostly because of those first two songs, which I get. Mm-hmm. And people like this. This is like on the pantheon of like his best albums. Right. But it's he 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 never made anything like this again. At least no. not that I've ever heard. No. People say this was a one-off thing. He just did this to show people that he could, tell them to fuck off, tell them stop biting my style, see I can do whatever I want. And then he went back right back to making the same garbage. And I know that because the next four albums for next week, I listen to it just the random tracks like I always do to make sure they work. And guess what? It's the same thing. God damn it's it. It's the same old shit. So he learned nothing. He put this out. He gave up. He learned nothing. I, you know what? Because this is let's let's do this segment while I'm thinking about it. The the what you should listen to. Right. So before um, we do that, I gave this album a five out of ten. Way I came up with that is I gave the first half of this album a ten out of ten, and I gave the second half of this album a zero out of ten. So split right down the middle. Give it a five out of ten on the on the whole. Um, I gave it a seven because at least some of the songs that he picked for the back half are songs that I liked. Yeah. Um, they're also not just songs we've heard a million times. And also, I thought that even the songs that are just repeats, uh, they're not as bad as some of those later Hiram Clark Hustler yeah. songs. And yeah. I gave Hiram Clark a six, so I give this a seven. Uh, but I, I also would not recommend that you support this album other than those first several songs yeah. because piece of shit and instead uh what you should listen to is daft punk's discovery uh just go ahead and listen to some vocoder some interesting electronic and uh maybe give some try to uh lil b the bass god who rapped over that entire <laughs> album one <laughs> that time is true uh, and that. just did it better uh so if you if you're into this kind of aesthetic listen to that instead if you never have ripped daft punk they broke up what, a month like, ago, a couple weeks ago. Not even two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, by the time it by the time this comes out, about a month ago. Yeah. And uh so listen to that. Love that album. Watch actually watch Interstellar 555. There's an animated movie that they released alongside it. It's like an anime movie thing. There's no like there's no um there's no like words in it. It's just the characters doing their thing. There's a whole story. It's like they're a space band that gets kidnapped by greedy earth man and forced to make earth music and they figure out that they're being brainwashed it's it's great it's truly beautiful animation great album that's what you should listen to instead yeah so my first i am gonna recommend uh that you guys do listen to the first seven to mm-hmm. if uh songs off of uh the best piece in chain just to get an idea of of what viper can be i said this week one uh that I my rating system was based off of a hypothetical best Viper album, uh, and mm-hmm. now I know what the hypothetical what the ten out of ten would be. It would be fifteen tracks exactly like those first seven. Um, that would be a ten out of ten Viper album for me. But aside from that, uh, I'm gonna recommend a bit of an older album. I'm gonna recommend um, uh, Queens of the Stone Ages, uh, Songs for the Deaf. Say mm. bit of an older album. Um, it is the most unconventional conventional rock album uh i think of the past couple probably two decades um i think queens of the stone age gets gets kind of a a bad rap um because they are very just 
traditional rock and roll, just hard rock. There's really not any other way to describe what they do. Um, but I don't think there's that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, it's not my personal favorite genre, but I do think there is something to be said about being kind of the pinnacle of, of your own genre, regardless of what that genre is. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think Queens of the Stone Age is that. Um, Songs for the Deaf is probably not my favorite of their albums. I think Rated R and uh, Like Clockwork are a bit better, but uh, I've been listening to Songs for the Deaf just because uh, it's been getting warmer where we live and, and mm -hmm. on my drive home from work, it's it's warm enough that I can put the windows down and just blast some, some rock music, which I like to do. So I've been listening to that a lot. I, I just think that there's something admirable about uh, being the best at a certain genre, even if that genre is kind of, you know, gets a bad rap. Uh, it's the best kind of uh, anal or analogy that I could come up with is like superhero movies where like, you know, you don't go into it thinking like I'm going to be challenged or have some kind of like life affirming uh, message out of this movie. You're going into it to see cool explosions and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that's what Queens of the Stone Age is for me. If they were a, uh, if they were a superhero movie, they'd be like the Dark Knight where it's got, you know, all of the, the same elements that you would expect from a cool superhero movie, but it's got kind of a, a darker undertone with some, uh, some interesting themes. Um, so that's what you should listen to instead. But seriously, check out the first seven uh, songs on this album. Uh, check out Atticus Lane. Thanks to him for the, True. For the use of our theme song. Uh, a lot of people think that that is just Viper. It is not. No. Um, that is actually Atticus Lane. Uh, who is a, a musical artist that I'm close friends with. So check him out. Um, what are albums for next week, Will? Uh, for next week, we have four albums. Uh, I think we're back to tradition. We're staying, we're getting right back into it. We have first album. You ready for it? Yep. Winning. Oh boy. Winning. We will not be with these selections of four that albums. That is going to be impossible to find. Winning. <laughs> Uh, the next one will be much easier for you to find. Are you ready? Yep. The next one is called You Went to County Jail, Not Penitentiary, Pussy and Word. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, I believe you will be able to find that one. Uh, I doubt anyone else has ever named anything that. <laughs> uh, you ready for the third one? <laughs> no, not yet. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> it is a, it's a paragraph. All right. There you, I just wrote You Went to County Jail, Not Pin. <laughs> So hopefully yeah, you can find it like that'll that. That'll work. Uh, next is Trendsetter. Trendsetter. It's not Trendsetter? Nope. ER. Hard right. R Trendsetter. <laughs> All right. Uh, ready? Yep. Last one is Real Talk. Also going to be talk. impossible to find. These short yeah, name a... Viper albums are the fucking hardest ones to find. Yeah, I left it out, but a lot of those uh, best piece and chain ever made songs are... I would have been the first person to like or dislike. Some of them I was the first person to view. Uh, the version of fucking on a, excuse me, on a gangster stroll from this album that was just Southwest Blood. I was the first person to view that on YouTube. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. We're, we're making history out here, fellas. Jesus. Uh, also, big shout out. This is going to be a few weeks late, but uh, if you're if you're here listening from the Viper the Rapper subreddit, uh, welcome. I guess. <laughs> I, anyway. I wanna, my favorite, my favorite Reddit post ever, or my favorite Reddit <laughs> comment ever, is from the Viper the Rapper page, where somebody, or where subreddit, where somebody posted the uh, the link to 
I, the Viper song I orchestrated the Capitol Hill riot to instat myself <laughs> as president of the United States. And the top voted comment uh, and where we'll leave it off today was, uh, hell yeah, stimulus crack inbound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh folks, my God. I'm Garrett. And I'm never going to find peace of mind. <laughs> and we're two cowards who don't even smoke crack. We'll see you guys next week. What's up?